The world can't help but pay attention to Africa's entertainers. We do it like nobody else can. My name is Vimbai Mutimiri Ekpenyong, and I'm here to bring you access to the continent's biggest celebrities. From music superstars to iconic actors to the most well-known African names, you can hear them all on The A-List with Vimbai every single Thursday at 6.30 p.m. only on ZFM Stereo. Z. Hey, 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 and welcome to a brand new week right here on the A-List with Vimbai. You know how we do every single Thursday right here on ZFM Stereo. I go by the name Vimbai Mutiniri Epenyong, and I enjoy making sure that you are well entertained and informed about Africa's biggest and best every single week. Now, we get straight into it. It's been quite a week, right? We are still recovering from being a love drunk, darling. Well, uh, some of our favorite Valentine's Day moments, or some of my favorite Valentine's Day moments actually, uh, came from reality TV stars Bam Bam and her husband Teddy. They're from Big Brother Niger season four. Now they stole the show, in my opinion, because they used the celebration of love to announce their baby on the way. So uh, that will be their second addition to their family since their dreamy, all celebrity packed, all white wedding in Dubai in 2019. Now, that's what I call Valentine's Day. Hmm. Okay, now over onto Gospel Instagram. Yep, that's a thing now. Valentine's Day was not so kumbaya for gospel artist Sammy Oposo. Remember the married one who got another woman pregnant? These gospel artists are... Hmm. Anyway, Uncle Sammy is clearly still in the doghouse and was trying to buy some brownie points with his wife by penning a doting message about how every single day with you, my wife, is Valentine's Day. That didn't go down too well after media personality Igumbo Sarah asked, Well, if every day is Valentine's Day, what happened to the day you impregnated another woman? Whew. She said, Fear men. That was the exclamation she used. Not my words, honey, not my handwriting. Now that must have been a low blow. Well, we're on this plate of humble pie. We head over to Uganda where artist Palasso decided to sweep the streets. Yep, you heard right. Kuchaira Nimchairo <laughs> to appease his fans after he showed up late for a show and the impatient crowd became unruly. He posted the gesture on his Facebook page with the caption, Please forgive me. Well, he didn't sing it, but that's what he wrote. Anyway, that's all we've got for some of the biggest stories coming from across Africa. Now we get to sit down up close and personal with one of the pioneers of this huge Afrobeats movement that we're all celebrating today. Without guys like him, who knows if the whole world would be jamming to Burner Boy, David O, Wizkid. This is the one, the only, Mohit in the house. It's Dr. Dr. Sid. It's something about him. Okay. I'm clearly not an artist. I clearly don't have a singing voice, but I'm so excited. We're about to, to sit down. This is an exclusive with the one, the only, Dr. Sid Asiri. Z. On the du fromage and the baguette. Oh, bonjour. I did not see you there. But always remember that no matter how many powerful stars you spot in the sky, they will always fall under one galaxy. Um, don't you mean like galaxy? Oh, no, 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 no. Galaxy. All right, you're tuned into ZFM Stereo. This is the A-List with Vimbai. You know, I connect you with some of the hottest celebrities from all across the continent every single Thursday. Today is no different. 
I'm so chuffed to have a doctor in the building. Well, not a doctor, a dentist, right? Dr. Sid, how are yes, you? Yes, yes. I'm great. I'm fantastic. It's good to speak to you. It's been such a long time. It's been forever. And you, you know what? This is totally, totally uh, sidetracked. Side but um, have you actually ever, since you got into entertainment, have you practiced your, uh, your, your profession? Have you actually worked on anything? Not... No, not since I got into my profession, into music. No, no. Before that, yes, probably, but not before. Not after. <laughs> not after, right? You're you're yeah. following your dreams now. Um, let's take it from the top, yo. So before this offline, we were talking about you being in Zimbabwe. You came to Zim with Don Jazzy. Uh, tell me yeah. about that trip. I mean, that was a. It was an amazing experience because for me. Um, I had uh, uh, two sisters who used to work on my projects, uh, Tapanezwa and uh, Danae Mavonga, and they're both from, from Zimbabwe, and they always wanted me to go down uh, to Zimbabwe. So when the opportunity came, I definitely uh, jumped on it. I think it was uh, Josie Manchi, I think that took us uh-huh, down there. Josie Mahachi, yep. Josie Mahachi, yes, so yeah, we 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 were down there to sort of uh, sort of explore the the industry, see what's like, and sort of have like a talk and explain to sort of exchange ideas with the the the, the Zim uh, uh, music industry down there. Met a lot of talented people. I think Japrazer is also an, an amazing artist, and he's still doing well till today. You know, and it was a very very enlightening experience to see you know what music was like in a, in a country other than West, West Africa. Mm. And you know what? What are some of the potential that you identified? Because there's this kind of ongoing debate about why Zimbabwean artists are struggling to uh, break across into different markets. You know, what are some of the things you found? I mean, so so for me at that time, it was it was more about I think um, a language barrier was one thing. Mm. You know, um, you know, if you're not from South Africa or Southern Africa, you might not be able to appreciate the language. But then also, I think at the time it was sound. I think um, a lot of the sound coming out from Zim at the time was more reggae based. I mean, obviously, the, what the big songs in the country, because it's very difficult to export your music if you're not big in your own city, where the sort of like more traditional sounding music. And so mm. the, 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 the artists that were pioneering the new sound weren't getting the numbers um, that <clears throat> that they that they would need sort of to, to, to cut across you know that is, I mean this is a long time ago so please forgive me if I'm not mm. up to date it's pretty much uh, the same scenario I would say um, but also what, what I looked at it was also from a from a branding level and also collaborations I think um, you know, one of the easiest and quickest ways to cut or cross over, if you ask um, uh, Diamond Platinum, is to do a collaboration or to co- uh, or to cross over to 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 another region and and make a hit track with a, with an artist that's popping in that region, and then you buy some of their fans, and then you also you know ex- expand um, your your territory. And I think it, not too many Zimbabwean artists have done that, mm-hmm. and I think that needs to happen a bit more. All right. Well, I hope they're listening. I hope they're taking notes because you are an authority when it comes to this stuff. You guys, let's talk about the very beginning, the Mohits days, the the good old days. How does it feel? Do you ever take credit for being part of the group of artists who pioneered what is now sort of the beast that is Afrobeats? The entire world is now looking at Africa for our music. And uh, there's no doubt that that sort of urban age started 
with you know movements like more hits uh do you ever just pat yourself on the back and be like yeah we did that i mean i, I definitely <laughs> do, do pat myself on the back in in private but then i think we right now we live in an interesting an era where a lot of people don't really care where they came from you know very few people in the industry actually show appreciation to the struggle and people that have actually put in the work to give them the opportunity to explore the music that uh uh that the way they're exploring it now but a lot of people just feel uh, for lack of a better word very entitled to what they get now not understanding that there were people who went before you to create the opportunity uh in a sense people still feel that what's happening today is still down to them and their own effort mm. you know so i i i just look at the industry and i'm and i'm i don't need any accolades from anyone mm. so i think i i think my own credit is for myself i enjoy what i see i appreciate the artists and the new generation of, of musicians for what they're doing to take that story forward you know but i've just realized at a very early part of my career that people don't really really care about the past i mean my mm-hmm. generation did we were very very aware of the of the efforts of fella and, uh, and other artists who sort of pushed the genre but when we're looking at this new generation of of african music you know, Plantation Boys, mm. uh, The Tribe, uh, Mohits, you know, EME, these were record labels that, that pushed the envelope when it came to music um, uh, in, in Nigeria and across Africa and obviously exporting it to the rest of the world. Mm. You know, so it's, I mean, it's, it's all good. It's, it's just a sign of the times, I guess, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, yo, Gen Z are different, aren't they? <laughs> but I, very, very different. Very different squad, <laughs> but accolades aside, right what do you think of the current state of the music industry not just in nigeria i would say uh, you know you look at south africa there's ama piano happening there's a lot of things happening on the continent right now that are being consumed globally um you know what are some of your takeaways from what's happening at the moment I mean, it's the, it's the inevitable thing of globalization, isn't it? When you think mm-hmm. about how the world is coming, what they call a global village, it's it's actually really happening before our eyes. I mean, I remember when you, to get a song on the radio, you'd have to take a physical CD to a, to a radio station. Now you can send a link. And, you know, the, that that's just an example of how technology just makes the world smaller and makes certain things easier. Mm-hmm. So, so in, in that sense, it's also a gift and a curse because you can you can literally make it as a superstar overnight if you have the right content but then again if you don't have the right content you can literally just be in limbo no matter how talented you are you know so that's sort of the gift and the curse of of the situation Mm. and i i I think the industry is is doing really well i mean we are collaborating with international artists as if they live next door you know and that's a dream come true for 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 a country like a continent like africa where you know it's like man nobody really cares what's happening down here (laughs) but to be for music and and film to and entertainment in general to push the envelope and, and and put us on the map globally that's a big deal and i'm happy that i got to see it but do you think talent is still as important? Um, because l- like you very rightly said, there's now so many platforms. The world is so much smaller. Um, I know a bunch of artists whose Instagram feed looks amazing, but I could probably only sing along to one of their songs. Um, you know, I, do you feel like talent is still a major thing? Is it, is it still a deal breaker? Or do you think we can still get away with a little no, bit of bubble no, gum? I, I, I don't think talent is a, is a deal breaker. Talent's 
And when you think about it, over in the, even in the past, talent, I don't think is the is the is the rule, like rule of thumb, or how do I put it? It's, mm-hmm. it's not the what you measure uh, an artist by. I think the most important factor for me, even now that I started a record label, is more about about the X factor. I need to see something in you that would make people want to listen to you, even if you sound crappy, even if you don't have the greatest voice on the planet. Why would somebody come to watch you or listen to anything that you have to say? Mm-hmm. And that goes beyond vocal talent. You know, there's also, and I, and I was trying to explain to someone, that people, artists of my record label, go through rigorous artist development because it's more than your voice or how you sound. It's also how you walk, it's how you talk, it's how you relate to your fans, it's your humility, it's your, it's your pride at the same time. You know, so it's, it's a lot of factors, but I think talent is. It's down. It's it's important, but it's down on the pecking order for me personally. Mm, now, tell me a little bit about your record label, and uh, you know what motivated you to to evolve to this new level of of your career. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, um, you know, I, I, as as somebody told me once a long time ago, said um, everything you do in music and as an artist is to create a platform for you to diversify into a lot of things. So you know, at a point like in time, I, I knew I knew that I wasn't going to be making as much music um, as I was in the past, and I was trying to step step down from from making more like being active in, in, in the forefront of music. And I had to decide various things that I wanted to do, and, and then I had a management company that handled my management. And uh, my CEO and partner said to me, he said, he said, why don't we just evolve to a record label? Why do we um, develop artists and give it to some other record label to, 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 to make the majority of the share? I was like, ah, I don't want the stress. I don't want the stress. Mm. And then it was like, don't worry about the stress. I'll take care of the stress, you know? So I was like, okay, fine. So Zero Gravity Records uh, is coming to life and releasing our first artist uh, called Babs uh, on March 11th. So yeah, no. so super excited about that. Yeah. Okay, tell us a little um, bit about that. So, we, you better send us the single so we can drop it here exclusively I first. Will, I will, actually, what I'll do is I'll send you a pre a pre listen so you can actually listen and and have like a feel of the. So we can also get your quotes on the on the on the EP before we drop the release as well. Nice. Um, you know, so Babs is a he's a young talented artist. He's a very has a very unique voice. He's very energetic. He's charismatic. Um, he's been with me for about four to five years. Been learning and watching and going through that art development that I talk about. So, um, yo, you said you four know, to some, five years. Is that how long it actually takes to develop an artist? Well, it depends. Some okay. people develop faster, but Babs has just been with me and around me for that long. Okay. Um, the first, the first two years, I didn't take him seriously. Oh no! <laughs> because I just, yeah, because I just thought he was a kid that just, <laughs> yeah, you want to make music, but I don't see you don't, I don't see you don't understand what making music is all about, you know. And then the last two years, he's been really dedicated, and he's gone into the studio, and we've had to, you know, develop his, his sound and his personality. And I think he's absolutely ready to take over. He's, if you see his Instagram feed, he's 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 crazy with his covers that he does for different artists. Uh, songs and he's just a, he's a handsome guy he's a beautiful boy as I call him so he's he's ready I've also that got two helps. other artists um, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've also got two other artists Lamy Day and Ross and they'll be coming out much later in the, in the year so three artists for the year signed a couple of producers as well so I, I mean I look at the, the record label as just my opportunity to 
to to give back mm. you know um towards one industry that's given me so much but my passion right now is in two places film and and, and gaming and esports yeah that's exactly where i was headed next esports the gaming how did you i mean how do you wake up one day and say you know what I like esports, or I'm interested in this, and I'm gonna turn it into a business. What does the business oh, yeah. of esports even look like? It's such a, it's such a like <laughs> a vague topic, right? Because I'm thinking video yeah. games. Everybody's thinking Xbox or PlayStation. What is it? So I mean, first of all, you don't just wake up and say you want to turn you know, turn gaming into a business. You you mm-hmm. actually, personally, I believe you have to be a passionate gamer because it is um, in Africa. It is a, a, an industry that is largely underfunded, and no, a lot of people don't even look at it as as an option when it comes to business. But um, obviously, I'm a passionate gamer. I'm a streamer. I also stream my gaming on on Twitch and YouTube. And after a while, I, I noticed T Pain does the same. So I was like, oh, T Pain is a gamer. Oh, that's dope. You know, and then I started looking into the business of esports and gaming. I went for a convention in Los Angeles that kind of just changed my mind to the way I viewed gaming. And I came back to Nigeria and I said, we have to put Africa on the map. We need to create an ecosystem that allows the Nigerian and African youth to to earn money and create careers doing what they're passionate and uh, about and they love to do. The same way we make music and we can make money from it. Why don't we find a way to create a gaming ecosystem that, that, that people can can make money from so I, I started by creating my own esports team um, that went well but didn't give me the sort of um, the growth attraction that I needed in, in, in the ecosystem because there weren't enough players so I, I created a new company called Contender and Contender's idea idea was to create sort of like the leagues and tournaments that would allow people to create teams mm. so imagine creating the English Premier League and allowing people to be able to create your Manchester United and your Arsenal and stuff so that they can compete and earn. So we had the biggest gaming tournaments. I would like to beat by Chelsea say in Africa, which is about Come on. sixty thousand dollars. Come on. Yeah, sixty thousand dollar prize pool that happened December fifteenth and uh this year we started out and we're going again and this year they're going to have another event called the contender esports championship mm-hmm. uh that should be happening in august and the idea obviously first of all is to grow in nigeria build an audience consolidate and then spread to we've, we've just opened up for ghana right now mm-hmm. and then we're going to spread to 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 the rest of africa to just give you know com- communities and countries the best opportunity to to grow esports and gaming in, in, in their regions and that's really decent money you know it's a one day tournament right no it's not I mean the, the, the tournament we did we had online qualifiers and okay. then we had like a, a physical one day event this year we started with a lot of online tournaments and then we're having a few physical events scattered here and there okay. but the event we're doing this year is I mean we have two major events this year one in May and one in August the one in May is a two day event and the one in August is a three day event so and these are big events with prize pools uh, minimum of about 50 up to about $200,000 listen I clearly I need to diversify my portfolio I need to pick up a little bit of gaming on the side because that is proper 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 cash um, okay so yeah. we've got Contender we've got Zero gravity and then you've got the film as well you are a busy yes. man tell me about the film very quickly before you go so um obviously my dad was a big uh, actor in Hollywood, yeah. and i have dabbled a little bit in one or two movies myself but I, I went to film school in los angeles and i wanted i've always wanted to make film and, and, and television series 
So um, I came back, I got acquired a script from the writer in the States, and I've been developing the script for, for Nigeria, for Africa, for about four or five years now. Mm. And I finally got a co-production deal with Film One, and we're, no. we're, we're pre-production right now. We're shooting next month, and we should be releasing in June. So Dr. Sid is getting into Nollywood. <laughs> Yo, listen, you clearly have more hours in the day than Beyonce, because I'm so impressed. <laughs> Um, you know what it's normally artists you know the cycle of an artist uh, you know yeah. you have a great career in your season and then it's extremely difficult to diversify afterwards and and you know and grow or c- rather continue that brand and involve that brand so I'm so impressed with what you're doing with your brand what you're doing with your work um, and I, I just want to know what's your what's your biggest goal for the year what is the one thing that you like because you, you've got a lot of things lined up right you've got a very busy year yeah. ahead but um, you must have one thing that you feel that you know what if I do this this year then my year is made because um, I believe so I, I, want to touch on something, yeah. I want to touch on something you said very quickly which was about um, being an artist and, and, and transitioning to the next and I think this is something that I should probably give as an advice to a lot of artists as you, uh, as you see the beginning of your career you should also see the end Ooh. Oh, you I thought I that in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you, you can't be scared of it ending. So once it ends, you also see what's next for you. Mm. So I saw the end of my career at a real, and I saw what I wanted to do next. And literally, that's what I'm living. So I've lived one dream and I'm living another now. Uh, and it's super exciting. And I, and I like the fact that because I saw the end, I was prepared for it. So I knew the right contacts to make to prepare myself for the next phase of, of my life and what I'm trying to do. And I still have my fans and they're still begging me to put up music. Mm. And whenever I decide to, I might just put up a single, maybe in the jazz and I'll release something this year, you know. But it's important to visualize it. It's, uh, I, and, I, and I use this analogy. I said, if I, if, if I say, hey, let's get into a car, let's go somewhere. You're going to ask me one question, where are we going? Mm-hmm. If I tell you just keep driving, you say at every point in time you ask me, are we going left, right, are we going forward? Mm-hmm. But just imagine if I gave you a destination, you could literally put that in Google Maps and you'd be able to navigate your way to the point. And even if you go, of course, Google Maps will reroute and give you an alternative route to get there. It's the same way with life and your career. If you visualize the end, you can navigate your way through life to get to that point. So for everything you want to achieve, you have to be able to visualize that and then navigate your way to that. Um, then the next question about what I want, the one thing I want to achieve this year, it's a very, it's a very cheesy answer, but I would like that all the things I intend to do this year be accomplished with great success. Listen, that's not <laughs> cheesy. It, it's, I think it's a prayer point. But before yes. we, we move on, I, I'm still hit by the profound uh, sort of thought or the profound expression you made that, you, you know, do you genuinely feel, Sid, do you feel your career as an artist has ended? Because I, I, I'm, still, um, I'm still hanging on to that, that I, I never would have yes, thought that. Um, I, actually, yes. So ended in a proverbial sense that mm. I do not, it is not my profession yeah. anymore. I don't think I know any artists who can actually say that, you know? Oh, no, 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 no. So right now, if I want to release music, music will be released as a hobby. I'm not interested in charts. I'm not interested in awards. I make music now because 
I feel like it or I can, mm. not because I have to. So when you're an active artist and it's your profession, you have to make music to eat, to survive, mm. to earn. I'm not making music from that, from with that perspective in mind anymore. So when I say my career has ended, I mean like working as an active recording and performing artist is over for me. Doesn't mean I'm never gonna record or release music, but it's just not my job anymore. My job description now is is CEO, founder, and entrepreneur. You understand? It's no longer recording and performing about it. So there's a. It's also you know understanding where you are in life and then the role that you're playing. CEO, founder, and entrepreneur. Are we still going by Dr. Sid though? Are we going by Sid? Yes, yeah, what are we no, going no, by? One, uh. We're going by Dr. Sid or Sid. It depends because eight years of medical school is not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. We need to put it to good use. Yes. Sid, you know what? This has been enlightening, entertaining. Um, I'm impressive as well. Uh, because for so many reasons if i started getting into it we'd probably run out of time but i'm proud of you i love what you're doing that's why i reached out because i i think you've got such a wholesome story it's just such a beautiful story about how we grow as 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 people especially in entertainment and so forth so for that i i celebrate you today i celebrate you every day i'm keeping tabs on you i want to play these esports for two hundred thousand dollars sign me up <laughs> All right. Uh, any last words for the good people of Zimbabwe who are tuned in right now? Um, I want to come and do a show out there, so make it happen. Uh, no, um, just you know, it's all love on this side of the world. I mean, I think we we have an opportunity. We've always had the opportunity to collaborate and grow. They say we rise by lifting others. Let's lift each other up. Let's let's reach out. Let's collaborate. There's so many opportunities. Um, them, you know, if anybody needs anything, you know, you've always got my contacts. You can mm-hmm. reach out to me. Let's make some magic happen. And I think the, the, the music uh, from Zimbabwe needs to be heard across Africa. And uh, let's 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 make that happen. Powerful, powerful. I love that, Sid. I love that. On that note, that's all we've got time for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's the A List with Mumbai on ZFM Stereo. Make sure you keep it locked. The world can't help but pay attention to Africa's entertainers. We do it like nobody else can. My name is Vimbai Mutimiri Ekpenyong, and I'm here to bring you access to the continent's biggest celebrities. From music superstars to iconic actors to the most well-known African names, you can hear them all on The A-List with Vimbai every single Thursday at 6.30pm, only on ZFM Stereo. See.